This couch is fucked. Is this a bed? Probably. I think I think that's where Jack's been sleeping. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just sunk, I sunk so deep into this couch. I'm going to look that, fucking that, tiny next that, to you guys. That's how you know a couch is good. This is bullshit. <laughs> This is bullshit. I mean, it's no Fraser household couch, but you know it'll do. <laughs> uh, Matt, we were just talking about the uh, the sort of standings. It's interesting to kind of see you, you know, take the role of the spectator when it comes to CrossFit competitions. Yeah. Apparently, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know this about myself. You're like, who'd have thunk it? This shit's real exciting yeah. sometimes. <laughs> is there is there like uh, is there kind of like this different? This, this different side of you that enjoys it or is does it share something with the competitive side no no it has nothing to do with the competitive side i think i think indirectly probably because you know i've spent a lot of time with a lot of these athletes like i know them on a personal level um so i'm sure that's part of it you know i'm watching my friends compete um and i've had an opportunity to train with a lot of them so i know a lot of their strengths and weaknesses and like like cole sager i trained with him a fair amount um i'd say probably the most of any of the male competitors and it was like the first event when i saw him running the lap i kind of nudged his wife i'm like oh my god like did cole get huge and she just kind of <laughs> she smiled and she was like hmm, yeah he did so uh, proud and like i i don't know if that's something anyone else picked up on but like just the way he was carrying himself i'm like oh man he's been working on that you know <laughs> so it makes it exciting and like they're just my buddies competing, so yeah. I'm sitting there rooting for them. So do you get do you get ang- like a little bit anxious, like zero. as if before you're about to compete? <laughs> no, because like, oh no, zero part. Like you'll... someone asked me that during this last event of like, like, like do you wish you could be out there? Like do you wish you could like, like there's an empty bench or something? She's like do you wish you could just like jump? In? I'm like no, zero part of me <laughs> wants to just jump in for funsies. Like when when I'm competing, I'm competing. Right now, like. I came down here knowing like I'm a spectator. I don't have to stress about these events. I don't have to practice anything. I haven't worked out since London. So I'm like, even if I did jump out there, like it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Is there uh so, you know, with your friends competing out there, you also student of the game, some would say, right? You know what you're doing when it comes to a little bit of competitive fitness. Like, do they, do they pick your brain for, Hey man, how should I approach this? What does this look like? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? No, I mean, any of the guys that I know well are like per, the perennial games athletes. They're the ones I've spent the most time with. And it's I'm, I'm not going to be telling them anything they don't already know. Um, you know, talk, talk with Tia and Shane a bit. But I mean, even with that, like Shane has the reins on strategy and all that. I don't need I'm not going to tell him anything. He doesn't know. Um, yeah. And then any of the other guys, any of the new guys, I don't, I don't go in the athlete area and see them. Like when I see Valner, it's like in our room type thing. But yeah, it's, it's it's interesting because I was I was telling Chase like it was a year ago, I was going up the same elevator coming in the same hotel to meet you to have like an interview. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, like a lot has happened in the past year. Like not just CrossFit wise, but just through all of this for everybody. Like Wadapalooza way bigger totally different feel almost from what it was before like yesterday was thursday yeah it felt like a weekend day it it threw it like threw off my like internal clock because it was thursday and it was like o'keefe said he's like this is a soft opening like there's no ticketed people here it's just like free entry and i remember after that thinking like 
I remember it just had the feeling of like it's Sunday, like we go home tomorrow. Yeah, it's like no that that was a like opening day Thursday of competition. It's fucking crazy here. I'm so glad it wasn't just me because I was drained as if the entire weekend had already <laughs> yeah. happened by the time Thursday was over. I was like, this is going to be a long fucking weekend. This has been the longest I mean, first it's, day. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's a long weekend, but it's like it's already just snap. Like I got I got into town on Monday and it's like, oh, shit, we're already at the weekend. Like I have to go home soon. You know, it's it's just like there's always something going on. It's crazy. So the last time we we spoke uh, was right before Sid. You were just you're just about to kick off a whirlwind tour, mm, like three yeah. or four weeks on the road, um, and in the middle of that was strength and depth. So you know, obviously a full recap of strength and depth absolutely unnecessary. You crushed it, totally cool. Talk to me a little bit about the the um, on water rowing event. It's the first time we've seen something like that. Yeah. Um... So, so the guy who organized that, um, Cam Nichols, he's competitive rower. Um, you know, he, I think he saw the potential for it there. Um, he saw that where the competition was, it's next to this whole rowing facility. So he's like, and we're on a canal. So it's like, we literally walked from the venue to the row. And so it wasn't like out of the way. They weren't reaching for it. Um, but I mean, they set it up absolutely beautifully they took in every consideration of what could go wrong or what could be problematic for people that most people this can be their first or second time in the boat um you know he opened up his schedule the entire week prior to get athletes there get them in a boat get a feel for them they, he was putting them in the row tank um so you know they adjusted the boats well they used training boats instead of actual like the ones they compete in they had two person, they raised the riggers up, they moved the oars out so you couldn't knock handles. Um, and then they weight corrected for the people in the boat. Um, you know, so they, they thought of everything. And then on top of it all, they made it a 50 point event instead of a hundred points so that if someone completely fucked it, it's like, you're not totally out of the weekend. Um, yeah, it was very cool. And I immediately realized why people do that as a sport or even just recreationally um like when you when you get a good catch and a good pull it it was very satisfying like oh oh that's what i'm supposed to be striving for every time and then you chase it again and like 10 strokes later you get another good one you're like okay yeah it's like golf it's like you get get one good you got one good swing in golf and you spend your entire life chasing it again (laughs) i've never played golf it's been (laughs) o'keefe's it's been o'keefe's life mission to get me to play to get you on the links Dude, like he he used to be like super serious about it. Like I'm not surprised. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. By like, that. like I think of to the point of almost qualifying for the PGA Tour. Get out of here! Yeah, wow. like he he's a scratch golfer. I'm not surprised again, but it's like so I I don't know the correct terminology, but I'm pretty sure he when people have asked him like, "What's your handicap?" Like a high handicap is good, right? I have no idea. I don't know anything about golf. Let's say, yeah. yeah Anyways, what, 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 whatever his <laughs> number that he said, everyone's reaction is always like, whoa. And so I was like, oh, okay. So you were like, good, good. Um, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't play anymore. He's too busy running events like yeah, this. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting as well because you know, you're know you involved in this organization uh, You know, in the sense that you and O'Keefe go way back, right? Yeah. 
Sammy is the partner. Like that that's that's the life partner. You guys are locked in. And this organization that started kind of sort of as like O'Keefe being like, "All right, let's see what we can do here." has turned into arguably kind of like the heart of all the sanctionals. Like there's I know, mean just just looking like at O'Keefe's path, you know, he and I we started out at the same time. Like he was passionate about CrossFit and wanted to get in on the business side of things. Um, he saw me compete super early on and was like, all right, that's, that's my guy. And so like we linked up maybe 2013. Um, so he saw me the first time compete at regionals uh, when I got fifth place my very first year um, and then made it his mission to like get in contact with me. And he was talking about starting a clothing brand and like he was an insurance salesman. Um, wow. Talking. That explains the golf game. Yeah, exactly. Right. percent. <laughs> um, yeah. He didn't even have a clothing brand yet. Talked about starting a clothing brand. And then that grew into him sponsoring me for apparel that grew into him telling me like, like I got an offer, um, like a supplement offer. And he was like, hey, like I do, I deal with contracts a lot for work and my wife's a lawyer. Do you want me to look over that contract? And he brought it back to me like three days later uh, with like the requirements cut in half and the money quadrupled. And I was like, oh my God. Like I didn't know that was like negotiable. I didn't know yeah, that. I was, was like, just going to sign it and, and take the whey protein. It was going to be <laughs> bro, sick. I, dude, I mean, the the money like at the time I was like, you're going to give me a, you're going to give me free protein because I was a broke college student, had no job. Like when I needed protein, I was like, Hey mom, can you come to GNC with me and buy me a tub of protein? You know, like that's where I was at. So the free protein was enough. I was like, dude, I'll, I'll post 14 times a month. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, then they were going to give me like a couple hundred bucks a year. And I was like, I'm in, let's do it. Um, and so he did that on one contract and then like, Oh, you're a magician. He did another, did another. And then like the people who were the big names in the sport at the time started hearing rumors about this guy that was in the space that was doing this for athletes. And then more and more people started coming to him and he would tell me every time he's like, yo, you'll never guess who just, who just called me. And it was like, like the poster, like, like the old names from like 2012, 2013, and uh yeah it just grew from there grew from there and he just gained so much trust from athletes that like brands started consulting him of like hey you know every single athlete what should we do different or how can we build this and and that step by step grew into him running Wadapalooza and four others you know it's it's wild it is it is a it's, it's, it's a journey yeah. And crazy. <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a journey and a half. Well, this, just the scale and the like, the level of innovation each year. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, and and it's been wild, like seeing where it started, mm-hmm. and like the stuff the stuff he used to do for me. It was it was so foreign. Like it was so nice that it was completely foreign, and I just had my guard up the entire time because I was like, "You're going, you're doing this to fuck me over some like, way." Like or when's another. the other foot gonna drop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and. Uh, I remember one time before a competition, he bought me a pair of shoes. Day before the competition, he came up to me with a shoe box, and I was like, "Oh no, like no, no, no!" 
And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I want you to like feel good, look good out on the competition floor. And I was like, no, I can't accept those. And he's like, why? Like, why would you not take these? And internally, I was like, because you're going to ask for something in return that I'm clearly not going to be okay with. And it was just like, he was like, no, like, that's not what this is like, dude. Like, just, I want you to have a good time. And that's how it started. I mean, it's pretty wild. You've had, you've had this like inside view of, you know, obviously what it took to launch your career here, what O'Keefe has done to build his space and his brand and everything involved in that. And then the, yeah, I'm sure you hear about how he's trying to build, like what event issues that he runs into and stuff. So yeah. it's interesting. Cause like you talk a lot about, Hey man, when I'm done, I'm going to fuck off and no one's going to ever hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> but like there could be a, just a huge treasure trove of knowledge that you're you could be fucking off with like have you is it is it experiences like this where you're just hanging out where you think like hey maybe i, I might yeah yeah has use that, this that, that mindset so changed. so the only interest i have right now in doing that so just just like take a step back like i just see so many people selling programming so many people every instagram post is you can't have this mindset. You need this one. I'm like, how the fuck would you know? You haven't done shit. You know, like, it's just these nobodies telling everyone how to do it. And I'm like, why don't you go do it a little bit first? And then, so I just see that. And I'm like, if I start telling people what to do or how to do it, I feel like I would just be another, like, another person preaching. And I'm like, nah, I don't really want to have that image um like i know like i figured out a couple things on the way i've taken some hard hits and learned some lessons um on top of that i know i'm a great weightlifting coach i did it for 10 years um that was part of our training was my coach coached the high school athletes and then each high school athlete got four middle schoolers and we coached them every lift like and it's to the point that you can just watch one lift and I don't have to record it and slow it down and this and that. So you know what you're looking for and you can pick out the flaws. Um, so I think I've, I think a big thing is I, I don't want to be just another person doing the same thing over again. Um, so yeah, my big interest right now is like I would love to um, like coach a local high school team or something. It's like once once we build our our like retirement home. I want to have, I'm going to have like just a big barn full training facility. Um, yes. And, and I would just love to like contact local high schools of like, if you have students that want like a great gym to train at and like a watchful eye, just send them up. Like, and I want to do what my coach did for me. Do my coach. Um, he is one of the highest ranked weightlifting coaches in the United States. He's one of the few, I think it's level four which he started an athlete and then sent her to the Olympics. Wow. Like that's like start to finish. That was his work. Um, and Who, he, who's your weightlifting coach? Chris Polakowski. Gotcha. Um, lives in uh, Essex, Vermont. Dude, he coached. So he's, he outfitted the entire gym. Uh, all competition bars, plates, everything, squat racks. There was probably 15... 15 sets of everything. Uh, he was there every day after school and on Saturday mornings. Never took a dime. 
Damn. What? Nothing. He just loved the sport, never took a dime. His only request was I asked that you compete minimum once a year so that you can like see your progress. That's wild. Yep. Never took a dime. And like that's weightlifting. Like that's Olympic weightlifting in the United States, you know? Like you don't win money by competing. There's no money in the sport. So it's like how can you justify charging money? Um, so, you know, like there's people that like if they're traveling and putting on seminars, if your accolades are enough, I understand charging for that. Like you have to pay for your travel. If that's your career, do it. But like my, my experience with it was we never paid a dime. And so I would love to do that. I can kind of imagine like, you know, 40 years from now, like an old grizzled Matt Fraser's out there, <laughs> Mr. Miyagiing a bunch of students <laughs> ten, ten, years from, ten years from now. Ten years uh, from now the beard's grown out, nothing matters anymore. And, and anymore. One, one thing I found too was um when when you're doing it for free, you're getting the people that are passionate about it. There's been this like reverse thing that people only value something when they put a high price tag on it. Um so I mean I've seen don't get me wrong. There's people in the space that are teaching seminars that they're, they have a resume and it's real. Um, I've also met others that people come to me like, Oh, you must, you must know that person from your weightlifting days. I'm like I've never heard that name. And then I'm watching them, watching them teach a snatch and they have a baseball cap on forward. <laughs> and I'm like red, huge red flag. Like, and she's, completing lifts with a baseball cap on forward. And I'm like, this should be like, yeah, your, your accolades are bullshit. <laughs> People love dropping acronyms of like, they're the junior national champion, and, you know, national champion dog. It's like, ah, junior. Let's not forget those <laughs> junior. Two yeah. Um, a junior bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I, I just see a lot of that and like people only value it if they pay a high price tag. And then even if they have a bad experience at the seminar after paying $500, they're too embarrassed to say like, oh no, that was a waste of money. Cause yeah. then they're a fool for getting swindled. Um, so I remember like when I, when I was coaching weightlifting, once I had started CrossFit, I was, I would coach a class once a week and trade for my membership. And, uh, and people showed up expecting there to be like a magic wand of like, all right, like we're going to snatch twice with a PVC. And then I would tell me, I'm like, we're not going over 50% for the entire hour you're here. You are not touching a barbell over your 50% lift. 70% of the class, three minutes in, they're missing attempts. And I'm like, how much you got on the bar? They're like, 135. I'm like, what's your PR? 132. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like... Like this is, this isn't failing at weightlifting class. This is weightlifting. Yeah. Let's do uh, this. Yeah. And it's like, I'm very old. I'm like, it's today we're doing technique. Like that's all we're doing is technique. That's what you guys need. You need volume at technique, doing it properly, get that muscle memory. And I just remember being, being frustrated. Cause like they would show up for one class for a snatch. They show up for one class for a clean and jerk. Then I'd never see them again. And it's like, Oh I don't have a magic wand. I didn't show you how to clean and jerk. And then you just go out into the real world knowing how to lift now. Like, yeah, it's a one-time it's, fix. And so it was when 
I wasn't, I never charged for the class. And so then the only people that keep showing up are the ones that are, that see the value in it or passionate about it. And they're the ones that are going to see the progress. So if I ever like once I'm like fat and retired, those are the people that I want to open up my doors to not people that are just think if they throw money at their problem, it'll get fixed. I want to open up my door to like some uh, high school football team. And it's like the ones that are going to keep showing up are going to be the ones that are passionate about it. And the ones that want the knowledge and are willing to go through the steps, you know, like my weightlifting coach, we clashed. We, we locked horns all the time, but I kept showing up because I saw the value in what he was doing. And I loved what I was doing, but like we, we fought all the time. Like now that I'm older, we get along great, but, when it's different when you're a teenager, right? Yeah. When you're 15, 16 years old, you're like, yo, let me throw some weight on this fucking bar. And he's like, nope, technique. Like, he's like, you went up five pounds, your technique, you got pulled forward, take off 15 pounds, start over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn it. <laughs> but, but I was passionate about it, so I was willing to take one step back, take two steps forward. And so that that's what I would want to dedicate my time and energy to. Yeah. I can imagine you opening this, you know, a uh, uh, training facility up in Vermont and then you know, for teenagers who want to come in and school, you know, school children or whatever. And mm. suddenly a bunch of uh, middle-aged CrossFitters like wearing <laughs> team gear. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> like, I'm it's here Steve to lift for free. Like, like you clearly have a beard. You clearly have a beard. Go get it's out. Like, this is, this is free, right? <laughs> right. Mr. Fraser. Like I'm you are so older than me, sir. What are you doing yeah. here? <laughs> I'm 17. I don't know what you're talking about. No. School bus was late. I'm sorry. <laughs> Also, my taxes were due, so I was really busy. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so how do where, I follow this up? Like, where, where, where are we? Where, where, where do you pick up a conversation after that? Uh, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about this upcoming season, the rest of this season, because <coughs> it's hard to wrap. I, I, was, I was talking to, uh, I think, Ollie with Strength and Depth mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we aren't even fucking halfway through yeah the sanctional season. Yeah. Like, um, I've had to remind myself a couple times. I remember going into strength and depth and like when I'm training, I want to train full tilt, you know, two a days, three a days, you know, full fledged everything. And then I would have to remind myself, I'm like, yo, 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 it's January. Like, <laughs> like you can keep up that routine for only so long before you're like, I'm dropping all of this. I'm eating bad food I'm staying up late like I need a mental break um so yeah it was kind of funny like train be going great but then I would realize like you know you just your nervous system is shot and like your hands are torn it just you're training and uh so be like no no it's only January maybe just one training session for a couple <laughs> days you know um yeah so it's wild to think about how early we are and I mean even now like all of my a lot of my competitors are here and they're all in great shape. And then the, the few that are here that aren't competing, they're competing at West coast classic. And so like, uh, Brent asked me, he's like, Hey, um, I'm training tomorrow morning and then tomorrow night, if you want to join me for either of them, I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> not even a little bit. Like, like, no, I've got a, I've got a couple bowls of cereal for the morning and another couple bowls yeah. for the evening. I'm really busy. So, you know, it, it is a little difficult, you know, like Siri, Siri, Siri wanted to know what that was all about. Sorry, Siri. Um, 
<laughs> oh damn it! Like, what are your usual? Wow. Armin, is that what you're wanting? Uh, no, no more cereal. <laughs> so you know, it can it can be tough to like see like Cole Sager and Vellner just crushing it right now, knowing that like my lungs aren't even close to being in shape to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Brent training and being like, nope, he's on a different timeline than me. And, like being like, it's okay, just relax. You know, I get home in a couple of days. I'll start training when I get home. Um, but yeah, it's still so early and like rogue is mid May. Yeah. So yeah. You, you've got three months. Yeah. Two and a half months. Yeah. So, I mean, when I get home, I'll, I'll start easing back into it. Um, I'll probably have like a week, a week of just like light training. And then I'm sure Tia, Tia will be back and ready to, you know, hit the ground running again. So that, that'll make life easier once I have her and Shane back. Since you guys do train together so much, do you try and coordinate your, your competition schedules as best as possible? Yeah, so that that's what we did this year. We, um, you know, last year, even when we started training together, it was the first half of the year was us like, all right, Shane, like, you're not my coach, but you're my fucking coach. Like, um, you know, until it got set in conversation and then I could actually start relying on him. Like I didn't want to put any expectations on it. Um, and I don't think he wanted to overstep any bounds that weren't welcomed. Um, so we were both very cautious with it until about halfway through the year. And then we started working like he was programming for some of my weaknesses and my suggestions and stuff like that. Um, this year was, as soon as they got back from Australia, it was like, all right, let's sit down, coordinate our schedules. So we were both planning on doing uh, the Mayhem competition, and then uh, I couldn't. So that was, that was a big push for me going to strength and depth was we still want to do our entire training cycle together, mm. and then I didn't want to waste that training cycle. So I was like, all right, what's the next closest competition? And so it just worked out well with – sponsorship appearances that I would appearance the week before and the week after strength and depth. So that justified the trip <coughs> over. Um, and then the timing was so T and I could train the whole way through. And then we're both doing rogue as far as I know right now. Um, and then we'll all be out at the, um, what's the, what's the California one? Del Mar. Del Mar. Yeah. West Coast Classic. Yeah. West Coast yeah, yeah. Classic. Um, yeah, so we'll all be there um, because uh, Little Miss Sammy here is on a team. She's competing at West Coast Classic. What? Oh yeah. shit! Mm-hmm. What yeah. is See this? It. Your is this your first? Like, <laughs> no. Sammy's done like a handful of in-house competitions. Yeah, uh, she was my partner in at the Swiss Alpine Battle a couple years ago. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that um, competition, man. Yeah, so Sammy's on a team with uh, Jazz. Um, from uh, Team Richards. Craig, yeah, yeah, Craig, Craig Ritchie's better half. Yeah, and then uh, Michelle Pat Vellner's better half. No way. Yeah, so oh, they're all shit. on a team together, and Tia's going to coach them up. Are you guys called the better halves? No, uh, uh, <laughs> the re- the real housewives of, Cal- of CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dope. Yeah, that's really cool. Please don't get in a fight on it the was, floor. But if you do, someone put a camera on it. It was it's hilarious. So funny talking. Like Velner and I were texting, and it's like, hey man, like it looks like the ladies are getting together for a team. Like this should be really fun. Um, and uh, and I was like, yeah, like it's it's pretty cool. Like them going into a competition, and they all know that their max set of muscle ups is one. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Pat's like, 
Um, he goes, I can vouch for Michelle that she can do a bar muscle up. Um, she's working on the ring. She's working on the ring muscle up. <laughs> I was like, yep, yeah, like, okay. Like Sammy can do one. Jazz can do one. You know, they're, they're all on the same level. So it's going to be fun. That'd be good. The, uh, the, <laughs> I like the idea of you guys getting together and you know, the opposite version of it yeah. is quite literally the people that they live with. Every single day is the exact opposite of like, I got a peak for this. I have this. I've been training so hard. I'm super fit. I have to use this fitness. <laughs> how do we how do we game these workouts, guys? What are you talking about? You want to do the handstand pushups. I'm the handstand pushup guy. And whereas I feel like you guys are going to get, get together and be like, this is going to be super fun. Um, muscle up, muscle up. Between the three of us, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Let's just get out there and have a good time. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we, we've overlapped with, I mean, especially Jazz, because uh, they're at all the sanctions and stuff. So mm-hmm. Sammy's gotten to work out with her a bit. And, like, they, they've they they pushed each other. It's it's pretty cute because, like, Craig will do, like, there'll be 60 wall balls left in the workout. Craig will do 20. And then Craig's like, Jazz, you're doing 20. Jazz will hit them unbroken. And Sammy's like, oh, shit. I guess I, I have to go unbroken now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've run a 6K, not to toot my own horn, but I ran a 6K with Sammy, and, and she she beat me. Like, we were right there. So there's a little bit of fitness. Yeah. And that's reportedly Armin's strength at fitness, his running. <laughs> that's absolutely not He's true. like, I ran in high school. Guys, I chafed so hard thing. during that workout. I don't know if you guys remember this. I was wearing, I think, this exact shirt. It is not a technical fabric. It was waning that day, and my nipples bled for days. It was fucked. I'm so sorry. When you have sensitive nipples, you chafe. When you chafe, your nipples now become more sensitive. <laughs> I, was a real, I was a real nard dog, like just band-aids across the nipples. I have sensitive nipples. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know you'll be you'll be cheering on at West Coast Classic. Yeah. I'm assuming, right? So yeah. you'll be you'll be playing her role. Are you going to be cooking for her too? You know, <laughs> prep all the meals. I mean, if I'm being honest, no. no. I mean, Sammy's super mom. She'll probably still have to be taking care of me in between heats. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, coming into the games. You know, the the biggest part of the season, right? Peak of the season. Ton of things going on. Lots of people are really excited for, I think, at least my read is that a lot of people are really excited for, you know, the fact that we saw the cuts have a really big impact on the competition last year. They're making some adjustments to the cuts this year, but I really like the elimination factor in the workouts. I think overall it adds a lot of excitement as long as it kind of is applied in, in a specific way. Mm-hmm. Do you Do you foresee... Even better, what changes do you think are appropriate to like, you know, if somebody watching right now could change something with how the cuts were done or how going into the 2020 games? Um, so, I mean, I mean, just to start off, I mean, being on the outside looking in and be like, oh, they should have done this and this and this. It's like you have no fucking idea of how many moving parts are going on behind the scenes. If anything happened that was received poorly by anyone went on without a reasoning, I would be shocked. There are a lot of people coordinating. Like, could you even imagine doing anything with this coordination for like Wadapalooza? And then same with the games. Like there's so many moving parts. Like anything I'm, I'm seeing as a problem on the outside, I'm sure there's a reason for it. Um, the, the very few that I saw, I've already heard that they made the changes. 
you know, so I don't think I've ever seen it writing, but I've heard from somewhere that uh, every athlete that qualifies for the games is going there and it's three workouts before any cuts. That is correct. Yeah. So like that right there, because how easy would it have been for someone on that first workout to go up, accidentally shred their hands on the first slide down of the rope, and then they can't do another rope climb. Yeah. And it's like, and they're done. Boom, Thanks for done. coming. Dude, like Sarah, Sarah got 40th place on the first workout. Like, I'm sure if you looked at the time, she wasn't too far away from getting cut on workout one, you know? So stuff like that, they already took into account. They've already said like, nope, you have three workouts before the first cut. Um, <clears throat> so I saw that and I like seeing that for everyone that shows up, you know, you're getting a fair, fair chance and a good experience. Um, but then it takes out a lot of the room for error um, of just if you trip on the first workout, you're not your week's not done. Your year's not done. Um, I mean, I know I would like to see more competitors go further throughout the weekend. Um, but that's the type of thing I'm, I'm kind of, if it doesn't have, if they, if they still make cut it down to 10 after five events, six events, I'm kind of like, Oh, okay. Like if I'm not in that top 10, if I, if I'm not in the top couple, I'd assume something's gone wrong. Um, I don't want to put myself, I mean, like everyone was complaining about the sprint event this year. Like, Oh, it's not a good test to, you know, before making cuts, I'm pretty sure I got last place on the sprint beside like the only people I beat were the people that got a 10 second penalty. And it's like, okay, well I did well enough previous to buffer points to compensate for a situation like this. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, me personally, I would like to see more people carry on further, but it's a privately owned business. They can do whatever the fuck they want. That's true. It's, it's their game and we yeah. play it. Yeah, exactly. Like if you don't like the rules, if you're not willing to play by their rules, don't sign up. You know, it's 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 a privately owned business. They can run it however they want. So it's cool. Absolutely true. Um yeah, man. I I noticed probably the single biggest change that, you know, physically a lot of people have noticed that you have this big ass tattoo on your chest. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a little a little work done. A little work done. That was uh that yeah. It was an aggressive two days. Two <laughs> days? You did that in two days? Back to back. That's wild. How many hours was were was each like, sitting? Uh twelve hours of the gun running. Damn, dude. It that that second day was the worst physical pain I've ever gone through in my life. Wow. For six hours straight. It was terrible. That's savage. It was, yeah, it was bad. Are you going to just keep shaving the chest hair so it shows off more? Or are you going to let no, it grow? No, I've, I haven't shaved my chest since. Like, there, there is a lot of chest hair there. It's just the the tattoo, like, still comes through. What is it again? So, big old, big old bull skull and then some fancies on the side. Fancies. Yes. <laughs> some fancies. Got some fancies and some twirlies. <laughs> That's dope, dude. Well, I appreciate it. And also, thank you for flashing your yeah. nip there. That was yeah, dope. That was, great. that was awesome. Put that behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good Good luck on your spectator weekend. Oh, yeah. It's going to be full of... Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't need any luck on that. I'm great at it. <laughs> <laughs> World champion at spectating, too. Hard oh, to yeah. believe. Oh, yeah. And then, like, like I, I know today, like, I, I'm a great spectator. Like, I saw 
saw some discrepancies going on, on the floor and Dude. and then it, did did you guys see that in one of the heats of the, the final event tonight? Like this one guy was so clearly cheating. Yeah. Like the whole what time. What did I miss? So like as he's going up for legless rope climbs, like on the front end of his swing, he was like clamping his quads on the rope nice. and then so as he would swing back get out of he here with up. that and it was like on the fifth rope climb his judge was like hey what are you doing up there There's no rep <laughs> his and judge then he, finally looked up and then he like <laughs> and then he's like complaining and went to the head judge and was like no i wasn't clamping till i was coming down like after i touched and like we noticed it so early on that i'm like zooming in and videotaping <laughs> him and then i see him like like yelling at a judge as he's leaving the floor. And I called the head judge over. I was like, Hey, <laughs> no, don't let him yell at anyone. Like <laughs> that is, that is literally every athlete's worst fear. It's every cheating athlete's every worst athlete's fear worst is fear. that Matt Fraser is the person that reports <laughs> you to the head judge. <laughs> no, like, like, <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, it was, fuck, a little it was the type of thing. Like if, if he just like got no repped and was like, ah, you got me. It, I would, I'm not going to like snitch you out, but when like you're making a scene and like be like, no, no, that was you're good. I'm like you're arguing the dude, otherwise. I'm you're like, literally yeah. describing no, no, no. like the anxiety nightmare for <laughs> CrossFitters. Like, you know, lawyers are like, I had a dream that I was naked in front of everybody inside of the courtroom. People CrossFitters like, I had a dream. Matt Frisch was calling me a fucking cheater. And making, sure I, <laughs> making sure I couldn't stop and talk to my judge. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> He had video. He had, he video. had video. He had a video, babe. I don't know what's happening. He had a video. It was in 4K. Was an Why is he even watching me? It was an iPhone 8. How do you do it? I had the scale division. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Dope. That's dope. Please do that all weekend long. Just, just do that shit all oh, weekend with long. With a real shitty disguise too, like the fucking mustache and glasses. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. So anyone who's out there needs to watch out because when you're a spectator, oh. you're holding them to the standard. No, if if <laughs> you're a Mazer's cheater, looking. if you're a cheater and you're being an asshole about it, then I'll step up. Like. It's like, dude, you're yelling at a volunteer right now. Like, you're not in contention for winning. Like, yeah. you're here for fun. They're here for fun. Let's, let's have Calm a good down. time. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a good time, everybody. That's that's dope, dude. I just hope everyone has fun out there. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the cheaters. Fuck you guys. <laughs> and I'm watching. I don't even know who it was. Like, I, I didn't recognize him from anywhere. So Nice. He's uh, going to know. <laughs> yeah, he'll know. He'll watch this and he'll know. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, no, but for real, yeah, we'll let you. We'll let you get to. I don't know what people do at ten fifteen uh, in Miami on a Friday night, but whatever that is, uh, we will be watching the office. <laughs> it's time. It's time for quiet time. I had like an hour break this afternoon, and I was like, "All right, do, do you want to go do this? Go do this." I was like, "I'm gonna go sit in my room quietly, like just, just." Shh. Sammy called me like twenty minutes later. She's like, "Hey." Uh, I just finished up what I need to do. Like, where where are you at? I was like, oh, I'm at the room. She's like, okay. I was heading up there. Is it okay if I come up? And I was like, yes, but like, we're sitting quietly. She's like, <laughs> okay, good. And we just yeah, just 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 shut it down for a little bit. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of stimulation. It's Miami. It's so it's Wadapalooza. There's yeah. just a lot of there's so much so dumb much stuff. Dumb stuff. You hear that, O'Keefe? There's too much dumb stuff out there. <laughs> 
dubstep <laughs> or techno music. <laughs> yeah, man, get in on this action. Anyway, uh, but for real, dude, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. it, man. Thanks for coming uh, on. Catch everyone over the weekend. Later, everybody. <laughs>